वेलकम टू द जेम्सन डायरी पॉडकास्ट आई एम मातुफ खान रिसेंटली आई एक्सपीरियंस द डेथ ऑफ अ लव स्टोरी सो थ्रू दिस यूलॉजी आई एक्सप्रेस माय ग्रैटिट्यूड एज आई फॉरगिव द डिपार्टेड मुझे कहानी या बीच से शुरुआत करना पसंद है लेकिन यह कहानी हमारी कहानी मैं हमारी कहानी अंत से शुरुआत करना चाहता हूं निकाह हो रहा है तुम्हारा इस जश्न में मेरा परिवार शामिल है मां पापा भाई ही नहीं मेरा पूरा परिवार तैयारियों में जुट गया है एज इफ हमारा निकाह हो रहा हो आई वॉज ड्रीमिंग एंड नो वॉट टू मेक ऑफ दिस ड्रीम एट फर्स्ट बिकॉज कल रात तुम्हारी मंगनी किसी और के साथ हो चुकी है बड़ा दिलचस्प फेज है ये मेरी जिंदगी का मोस्ट ऑफ माई एक्स लवर्स हैव सेट ऑन टिल डेथ डू अस पार्ट जर्नीज विद बेटर हाउस एंड वेर इज आई I am being responsible and dutiful towards a single commitment that helps me heal and grow. That commitment led me here onto this ink spill where I write a eulogy for our love story. Last night a common friend shared a video of you cutting the cake, the engagement cake with your fiance. I had a rush looking at you you looked happy my heart beat at par with the sound of the drums that played through my speakers i wasn't sad as what we shared once upon a time had been on life support and you pulled the plug making me feel liberated and i don't know what to fucking do about it i guess and eulogy remain to the death of our love story and there is no better time than now when the news of you committing to a social construct it is fresh and i must sit and process it it is a framework that you will not step out of and i'm sure that after this you will not again find your way back to me the days transitions and overwhelming minutes after i watched the video it made me feel tired and then grateful i got into bed shut my eyes had a swift recap of memories that highlighted our romance the days transitions and the minutes after i watched the video it made me feel tired i got into bed shut my eyes had a swift recap of the memories that highlighted our romance it felt like i moved my fingertips on scars remembering the periods and moments where i received those lifelong scriptures and then there you were in my subconscious world smiling dressed in an ethnic attire i step out of a door dodge away from my family i spot you talking to ma and i 
pause to look at you both possibly witnessing the life that i could have had you were happy like in the video with your fiance at first you didn't notice me looking at you both talk then you shot a glance at me i panicked and exit my subconscious world the writer in me observes behavior of people and seeks signs that could be for my personal benefit trying to understand the underlying motivations and that makes me wonder when was the last time you took note of me and my life my only complaint is in our narrative post young adulthood i feel like i was nothing but a drug you'd consume to numb your pain and in due time you became addicted uncaring of the moderate dosage in those rough periods you would return to me wanting to numb yourself for the moment but then you would have withdrawals when you wouldn't get your dose to comfort yourself during your clinical depression and insomnia you'd switch from one drug to another terming mine deathly for your well-being but hey i was the drug you were loading up on me and how was my existence a folly and then came an epiphany you flush this drug making me feel grateful that i wasn't any more going to kill your being and i forgive you for making me feel misused i wasn't surprised that you got engaged it was inevitable like death the efforts pre ideations conceived hit the down low and one becomes clueless when the news is shared the swift recap was expected but uh, what wasn't was the grateful nature of us coming to an end the death of our love story however here i am this morning rested finding solace in an ink spill that doesn't fail me like people who i am often trusting of you have disappreciated this path and didn't understand that if i stopped it would be an equivalent to slitting my wrist and bleeding out i may have been insane but i was only finding a means to live through my traumatic experiences one day i'm certain that you will understand my motivations and i hope that epiphany doesn't lead you back to me a fraction of you will reside inside me like cancerous cells do for somebody in remission i pray to our god that this cancer doesn't spread just like you looked after your well-being and tossed me away i will not compromise my sanity in realm of peace a week ago it was a date night i was asked about the women i have loved at first i thought that the judging horns of this woman would have erected however it was only but a question to broaden her general know-how of this idiot in front of her it led me to confess about you 
and further communicate words about a kind of love that doesn't sculpt into togetherness. Its purpose is to identify its existence and further the journey is inwards, to gain awareness of the self and signs that present themselves in moments where we are supposed to be. Oh, we were right where we were supposed to be. In those trivial chapters of our lives, which I had the honor to share with you. Until the night I predicted the end, our death, that night when I agreed to meet you, in the city we were both strangers to. I was tired, exhausted, fuck I was so tired and caffeinated and there you were, right in front of me. The little of what remained inside me seeped up in thought, I wanted to kiss you. We stood facing each other. I tried not to look into your eyes and avoid committing my want into action showcasing my momentary carnal desire, sparking from the intensities and blurry remembrance of what we once shared. I controlled the urge, knowing an intimate exchange would follow, a one you would regret tenderly responding to. That night, I wanted to meet you to convey that I missed you. I wanted to express my gratitude before I start forgiving you. Instead, I said, every time I meet you, I feel like it will be the last time I will be seeing you. Now, as we progress into further chapters of our lives, my prediction is coming true. Keeping that in mind, you pull the plug. And what remains of us is this eulogy. So, the writer you hate is here to express his gratitude for all the clarity you brought me to create heartfelt subjects and the human. The human is here to forgive you. Sobriety and healthier lifestyle choices make me grateful for all there is and what's past. Jeff Buckley's rendition of Hallelujah was playing from my speakers. Well, I had stopped listening to songs that remind me of you. But I want to pay homage to them on this occasion of writing an eulogy for the death of our love story. I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't heard that song because our preferred genre choices are so contrasting. Well, it is only with you I haven't shared my love for music with. But I tried, by sending you songs, taking you to garage bars that play rock and roll and classic rock, but you'd constantly be like, can we go somewhere less noisy? And hop over to a cafe or take a drive around the city. Yet in my onesome, the lyrical and music transitions of those songs would remind me of you. It was my focal point, as I'd leave fingerprints on paper trailing to a version of a love that I witnessed. 
the self-saboteur in me would let those songs penetrate through my hearing sense. In moments, I'd feel the need to get drunk and spill. The weight of those emotions was difficult to carry while I would write about you, so I drink even more. If I could, I would have shoved all of the hurt I was inflicting upon myself into a body bag and dropped that body bag from a bridge into the depths of a water body. But I'm curious. If you knew of this body bag, would you dare to find and peek in to know what I felt? Would you dare to do that? What you went through as a 21-year-old because of my stupidity and cowardice. Five years later, karma came full circle and you returned the favor being well aware of the damage you would do. Then you re-entered my life when I was 28, 29 also. I can't term myself foolish, yet love runs synonymous with it. I'm not emotionally stoned and my idea of self-preservation doesn't permit me to be untrusting. I set boundaries and give a person three strikes, no more. I've recently learned that black and white aren't the only behavioral shades known to human beings. There are other colors and so too is grey. Well, keeping that in mind, I will leave this canvas out in the open for audience viewing. The credit goes to you though, and I will thank you because it is due. Thank you for being the trigger that would motivate me to write on days when the subjects I'd extract lacked emotion. Little do you know, you have had my art in inexplicable manners titles, entries that would meet an audience that would greet it as per their unpredictable moods. Well, just like you, they don't govern me. I'm rabid on these pages. The worst case scenario of disposing this body bag or releasing this eulogy to our love story could result in a career suicide. My audience may choose not to engage with my art. Oh fuck, I would be cancelled. Yeah, that's been a term that's floating around, but I trust the power of my ink and stories. I know of cunts who share notes from their creativity for a mass bukkake of validation. I know of people whose narcissism is not inherent, but adopted for curiosity drawing appeal. However, with those turd bags buzzing around comes this nutcase, me, the distorted one. Who has been indulging and penetrating this art space since much before those cunts sucked a dick or even got a taste of pussy juice? I stick to the basics of human expression. And what is a human expected to do in an ink spill that keeps him sane? I can mark my one-year sobriety with a drink. But uh, I don't look forward to seeing through the commitment of drinking myself to death. I also... I'm old enough to understand that I'm not young anymore to bang another person to sleep. Not that I feel that pleasure derived from sexual intercourse is wrong. When orgasms from passionate or intense love making is experienced, pointless fuck just feels like cardio. And I have been spending an hour at the gym every day to keep the vasculars in check. I write as per my moods. A challenge and experiment. 
like I do with uh, sexual positions. Mix it up to find varied levels of excitement and satisfaction. If the commitment isn't as long as a novel or a feature film, I spill as per what I feel in the moment based on the emotion and trauma being triggered. I dig the soil, lay seeds, water it. I let the seeds grow into a plant and then I wait for it to grow into a heighted tree that branches out to comfort somebody on a sunny day. I've traveled, walked miles alone, seeking answers to my being. At first I was afraid of what I'd confront on this road, then became excited as I realized it was contributing to my growth in this progression of life that doesn't necessarily go as per plan. In this endless time, the commitment we live with is of our clock's hands stopping themselves from ticking and us meeting the inevitable in a moment so sudden. We had found our way back to each other during my rock bottom. I capture what I could remember in Untamed, the blurry remembrance of days that led to what we became and then you further leaving. It was a period when I was unable to settle on a subject that would become the draft I would submit to my publisher for my second novel. I was finding inspiration elsewhere. Well, you parted and I found solace on a document which I titled Untamed. I wanted to draft a story that I lived while abusing alcohol to block emotions that unnerved me. I'd get drunk and be vulnerable in front of you and you'd only take note of my drunken side, not empathize with how fucked up I felt. Others too had witnessed and participated in those misadventures. To them I came across as delusional and superficial. However, there was not going to be a correct time to write Untamed and share the load on paper. Untamed is in fact going to be a landmark in my career as a novelist because I took a journey inwards to the depths so dark and painful, aftermaths of the infliction I chose upon myself over the years. While writing the first draft I was breaking down every second day and I can't be more grateful to take this journey so early in my career as a novelist. What follows next has been categorically bifurcated into subjects for which I pop the pill that liberates me creatively and brings me closer to myself. I find myself onto these ink spills to process my emotions and thoughts or a sudden situation on paper, not holding back and being as vulnerable as I want. While I heal, love and respect my being a little some more daily. Well, if not significant, you played a role of a catalyst that sparked the flame to direct me where I am today. And for that, I thank you. Thank you for popping up like a storm that would motivate me to tap into the inspiration that already existed, but I didn't have the courage to commit to. I wasn't ready to peel off those layers and reach closer to confront what's in my core. And I get closer with every story I type. I wrote your name in the acknowledgements of Untamed. 
just a word buried in a bunch of pages that you wouldn't pick because you dislike the writer yet yet then dare to ever again admit your love and adoration for the human being bunch of pages is what all of my writing is for you but i'm grateful that you unintentionally pulled me out of my creative dilemma my ass that is on a journey of self awareness will look back and see these words as bullshit as i'm evolving every fucking day and before i move to the next big concept i need to express the final portion of the part 2 of this eulogy that i could title untamed a bts i write on daily some days with a purpose and some days to find a purpose in a random moment a sign shows and i feel like i snorted a few lines of cocaine injected a while of espresso into my bloodstream a rush follows and i go on until i've reached my desired level of satisfaction then my adrenaline taps shuts and i wonder what the fuck just happened creating first drafts is like making love to a lover who isn't yours we are passionately submerged into the act taking note of the expressions of the euphoric rush that follows and then climax the lover inspiration was never mine to begin with but i indulged anyway and what remains is a bed undone and a memory of an act to safeguard and mend as per my liking the final draft comes from sitting on the unmade bed the body sense still lingering playing the memorabilia of the act on repeat it is fucking emotional and then follows a moment of silence 10 minutes of nothingness untamed was a result of the rush and then catharsis at first the subject rested inside me like a volcano waiting to erupt and it did when you said you met somebody while i waited for you to return to me now you're marrying him and i'm happy for you because this barbaric sacrament is the safest place for you to be confided the world outside is a rigorous bitch for somebody who needs another human being as a drug to numb and help walk the straight line i don't numb myself anymore and i feel the emotions that i need to i get drenched in this creative binge that is like a content hurricane spill 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 i type on these keys as they don't feel me you left and the byproduct was untamed i failed to take note of it then but i did so in the middle of the first wave of the pandemic pondering over a concept and creating a mental outline for it i was motivated enough to dive in and came the trigger you messaged me after many months can i call We spoke for a few hours and after you disconnected the phone call I sat through whatever remained of the night and typed the first draft of the concept I was pondering over towards the end wondering what the fuck just happened The following day I recall the same thing happening when I worked on the first draft of Untamed Even now For two weeks, I was pondering over the subject that I wanted to write for this month's special. Follows your relationship status update. 
I woke up after I had a dream of you telling myself one last time I want to feel you from these fingertips you spark the flame in correct moments this eulogy is another exhibit of that and with it I express my gratitude I celebrate my sobriety I have forgiven myself for the infliction I caused me and now I must forgive you. This love we shared was indeed a cold and broken hallelujah. In untamed, I have tried to capture fragments I could remember from my rock bottom. Your chapter too was an integral part of it. It was early evening and I was at the beach sipping from half a bottle of old monk that was diluted in a mineral water bottle. I was lonely. I wanted human interaction. My friends and a few time and again indulgences were unavailable to meet. However, they'd engage in short banterous conversations before making plans to meet in the next few days. Man, I just wanted to meet somebody. anybody who truly understood and knew the insanity of what i had done to myself my phone calls to them that evening were in fact a plea for help the human understanding either misinterprets actions or it is sucked deep into its own shit to take note of the signs they hope what bothers somebody is communicated directly without comprehending that one isn't in the correct mental state to frame words that describe what they are feeling since i'm revisiting that evening through a spill here's a little something of what i should have done this time being direct i feel lonely i need to be around somebody right now it is difficult for me to go on i don't think i can live any longer I know response to expressions like those have been like well you feel this way because you don't have something stable to fall back on keep your writing as a hobby and get a job or the golden one stop this bullshit you are drunk that's why you're thinking this way quit drinking can trust me everything will be all right I didn't choose to be an alcoholic I resorted to drinking to block my insecurities feeling of inadequacy and insignificance the fucking hurt i didn't get sucked into this abyss because i loved it i didn't give myself a choice between a debauched lifestyle and healthy living those choices have existed in the form of possible concepts which seem miraculous very i called you I would only call you when I would exhaust all my options and you answered. Hesitantly you agreed to meet. You were sitting on the swing waiting for me. For an instant drifting me to the memory of us half a decade before. To the evening when this love story began. That evening you sat in an ethnic attire on the same swing. sulking over another rejection it was the first time i found you cute you asked 
Why doesn't anybody treat me right? I was protective about you and despised it when you were vulnerable in front of douchebags who took you for granted and broke your heart. I too joined that list later. To uplift your mood, I joked, "Let's settle for each other if we don't find love." You broke into laughter. That was the first time I noticed you had a beautiful smile. My rationality went ablaze. I desired love once again. And from that moment on, a romance sparked. We took a leap from which neither of our hearts sprung out unscathed. Even after that, we drop our guards and not trust ourselves around each other. That evening, you said one thing, I said another. It was in the middle of that conversation that I wanted to stay. But damn, you looked beautiful. The problem with beauty is, I'm known to be reckless with it. And comes a moment when it would slip from within my arms length. And I am the aftermath of those tragedies. Silent eye exchanges communicating more than we knew. I was dazzled by your sight. High on your scent. Your mere presence felt like a remedy. But I was desperate for human interaction, and you just happened to be there with me in that moment. Could it be that some moments are just brief and we make them grand to give them an integral standing to cherish on days, weeks, months or years that follow? I think of that evening often. Even the one a few years before when our love story began. memory of two evenings a boy spent with a girl a girl who became the author of his pain and the subject of his art a girl a woman now who i didn't have a chance to appreciate in a manner that she deserved and yet i'm grateful because her purpose in my narrative has been served yes Some brief moments are made too grand because we want to feel intensely about the time spent with somebody who we are emotionally attached to. Came time for you to return home and for us to bid each other good night. You walked me outside. You're building to my cab. We hugged. Little did you know, and little did I anticipate. That moment would spark a desire to feel the calmness over and over again. I wrote In your arms I felt like an immigrant in your paradise If Arcadia did exist that was it But paradise is a place you make and I had made that feeling my paradise That was searching and only returned to your arms where the serenity could match As if I had projected my state of calm onto you Your tender romantic responses would stop and I lost my sense of paradise until the search for it began on paper. I wanted to create what I felt was impossible and then I decided to draft a date. The infamous 24th first draft of my second novel that I talk about and came the epiphany 
I wasn't searching for paradise but a brief moment of nothingness where I am devoid of thought. The clutter of noise in my head goes silent. The serene like calmness, the nothingness I find in the end of every story or spill. Thank you for helping me identify that feeling and now the writer doesn't go searching for it but waits to reach the conclusion to meet it. The human I pause. I shut my eyes, breathe. Hopefully at a scenic spot. If not even a crowded room of a bar where I don't drink, it that works just fine. I shut my eyes. Teleport to that feeling I got in your arms without being desirous of that embrace. I must part now. And I also must convey that I am grateful. for what i unintentionally received from you more for myself i forgive you you needed to do what you needed to do for your well-being i wish you all the best for what follows on this journey of till death do you all part whereas i i have achieved what i set out to do with the conclusion of this eulogy Happy homage to our dead love story. And now what follows is Eulogy is written, edited, narrated and produced by me in association with Pepperscript. Co-produced by my publisher and friend Sanchit Goel. Follow me on Instagram at the Jameson Diary and stay updated about my upcoming releases and events. My books are available on pepperscript.com, thejamesondiary.com and amazon.in. The only way for me to know if you like this episode and this podcast is if you review and subscribe to the Jameson Diary on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time.